What is happening today, Psych Athletes? Welcome back to the Psych Athletes Podcast. We've got a special one today. Mitch is on with me today, and we're going to be talking about how we can put ourselves in the best possible position to succeed in a team environment, which means, you know, building relationships with our teammates, coaches, and we get a lot of podcast topics from our Discord, so if you would like some input on what you want us to talk about during our podcast, join our Discord. You can get some live advice, daily mental tips, talk to like-minded athletes. It's a lot of fun in there. We have We have such good people in there, and we really enjoy it. Um, If you're listening on Apple Podcasts right now, please leave us a review. It moves us up the charts. Um, We want to spread the word on mental performance in sports. You know, we believe everyone should have proper access to mental resources Um, for athletes. We don't believe everyone should be going to pay thousands of dollars for, you know, sports psychologists. So tell your friends, leave us a review, share this podcast. We really appreciate it. And that's the number one way you can support us. So uh, let's get into the episode. What is happening, psych athletes? Today, Mitch is with me on the podcast, so it's just not, it's not just me today. It's going to be a little more interesting. Hello. Yeah, you get my crazy ass on here. Yeah, a little more flavor to the podcast. (laughs) And we've been getting questions in our Discord about how we can build good relationships with our teammates and coaches, because that's obviously really important. Every, everything needs to be working in order for us to be, you know, truly successful in order for a team to be truly successful. And I guess we'll start with coaches first. And I have to say, I've had some interesting coaches in my playing days. I don't know about you, Mitch. No, yeah, for sure. I've definitely had a few coaches where, you know, the, the communication link is definitely not there with them. Yeah. And yeah, just trying to build that is pretty hard as a player. Yeah, definitely. And uh, because we're so young and we're talking to some dude that's so old, there's obviously exactly. going to be a disconnect there. And it almost feels like kind of, kind of business-like at times, especially when you get to the higher levels, maybe... Um, varsity in high school or the collegiate level and it can be hard to maintain like a good line of communication with them and you can have a coach that's really open really nice talkative with you guys or you can have a coach that just completely is strictly business yeah. and it, it and your relationship with your coach it depends on the person they are you know so there's no clear-cut advice we can necessarily give for coaches but we can help you guys with tips and and trying and attempting to build these you know, good relationships with them. Yeah, I think maybe like start out with maybe understanding what type of coach you have because I like that where you say some coaches are very business and like very like transactional. Mm -hmm. Like some coaches really only care about results and like only focusing on, you know, the best player on the team and only winning. And if you have a coach like that, you know, your coach isn't going to change, you know, so you need to start understanding your coach a little bit more and maybe not get so frustrated over them just being so obsessed or winning because that may be just be their, their personality mm-hmm. and they didn't win a lot when they were a kid and now they're a coach now and now they're so fired up and mm-hmm. they don't care about anything else. So let's maybe start with like who, what type of coach do you have and, and understanding what type of coach you have. Yeah, and it, it sucks to say this, but um, a lot of the times coaches aren't the best. You know what I mean? There's not you're not gonna get that awesome coach that you want, but what is important is building that good relationship with them because they do determine whether or not you're gonna play, how much you're gonna play, if you're in the starting lineup. You know what I mean? And and you want that support system from your coach. You don't want neglect from your coach. That's the last thing you want. And it's it's it does suck to say it because I wish all coaches were actually good coaches. You know, we've been we've shit on coaches a lot in the past, especially on our on our one podcast, why coaches suck. Yeah. We do have that one podcast. So we're not in the most, we don't, I don't f- view coaches in the most favorable, you know, kind of light, but a lot of good traits with coaches I've seen is, is 
the ones that talk to you and the ones that get to know you, the ones that actually care about you are interested in your well-being in your day. You know what I mean? So if you do have that kind of coach, that's great. You know, be as talkative as you can with them, you know, get to know them a little more because it, it, it also sucks to say this, but coaches are very prone to favoritism. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the more they like you, the more they're going to have your back and the more you're going to play. That's just the, that's just the fact of it. You know what I mean? A coach, if, if, if a coach sees you, you're not working hard and you don't really engage with him, he's probably not going to think he's probably not going to view you as one of the top people that he wants to put on the field mm-hmm. or, you know, wants to give, you know, constant support to because it sucks. I wish coaches all the time were just this, you know, you know, stagnant kind of support system for you that no matter what you do, their care for you is not going to change and they're going to give you the best advice all the time and they're going to want the best for you, but that's not always the case. Yeah. Coaches just, they just make it too easy for us to just to shit on them all the time. They make it too easy. But I kind of want to talk about, you know, the, like the communication lines between you and your coach, you know, how can you start building good communication have a good relationship with your coach because obviously as ryan said that's super important Mm -hmm. and i think the first thing you can do you know if you feel like you're not getting recognized by your coach or you know they're not um you know shouting you all the time and and saying you're doing good i think the first thing that you guys can start doing is just giving 100 percent every single practice Mm -hmm. and every single game because no matter what you know you can't control what your coach you know says or or doesn't say about you you can't control that you know, you need to focus on yourself. And I think the easiest way to do that is just to go out every single game, every single practice and give 100%. And eventually, I swear, your coach will start to notice. Exactly. You know, even if you don't think it, even if you think he's favoring one person or he doesn't or you think he doesn't care about you that much. If you are giving that 100% effort, your coaches and your other teammates will start to notice. Yeah, that's a great point. Coaches are always going to focus on, you know, who's working the hardest. You know, that's the thing that that's the number one thing you can control. You can't really control so much as to whether or not a coach is going to like you. What you can control is how much effort you're giving every single day. Your coach is going to recognize that. If you engage with your coach, if you ask for some feedback from your coach, they're going to start to realize that you care and you care a lot about the game and you want to become better. And a coach is going to respect that off the bat. And the number one thing that I learned throughout high school when dealing with coaches, it doesn't matter what the coach, they if you talk to them and you build communication with them and you're constantly asking them, them what you can do better they're going to respect you a little bit more because you're not afraid to tell them that and it sucks sometimes because you wish a coach would just like not have you wouldn't have to have to say anything for a coach to you know give you feedback or whatnot but that's the reality of it coaches have a lot to deal with they have a lot of players so if you kind of establish yourself as someone who is open and not really shy when talking to your coach then your coach is probably going to respect you a little bit more yeah so we've got given 100 percent effort and speaking up and I really like that, you know, mm-hmm. asking questions because that was always my hardest, my biggest problems when I was dealing with coaches that like I didn't think liked me or mm-hmm. I didn't like them. It was always really hard for me to speak up and voice my concerns with them and like my concerns with how I'm performing. And, you know, we have all these confidence drills in our Discord group right now. And those are great for dealing with your um, anxiety about speaking up to your coach. But yeah, I really like that one. Yeah, so that, was, have, that was my problem, dude. I was yeah. petrified to talk to yeah. my coach and open up to them. Yeah, dude, it sucks because they have this like control over you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're always trying to please them. That's the nature of being an athlete, a young one, especially in high school. You're trying to, you know, appeal to your coach. You're trying to make them like you. And I had this 
coach that absolutely hated me. <laughs> and I've talked about it before on the podcast. I just want to give you guys a little refresher. If you think you've got it bad right now, uh, you don't have it as worse, as bad as I did. Um, I had a coach in high school and he would just come after me. And it wasn't the come after me as in like he wants to see me grow. He wants to see me be better. He wants to see me get mentally tough. It was a kind of come after me to kind of put me down. For some, whatever reason, he just didn't like me. No matter what I did, no matter, you know, how much, how hard I worked, he didn't like me. And everyone knew it on the team. Even Parker was saying last time, everyone knew that he didn't like me. And nobody knew why. I would give him, like, the utmost utmost respect. And that's all you can do sometimes. Like, I treated him fine. I never said anything to him. I never did anything bad. I never slacked off. I was never lazy. And this guy, for whatever reason, just didn't give a shit about all that. And he just came after me every day at practice, would talk to other teammates behind my back, would talk to the coaches all the time, probably in their ear all the time. And I remember the best feeling was when I played... When it was when I played um, in the summer of my junior year. We've talked about this obviously before, and I I went off, and that coach had nothing to say. Mm-hmm. He had absolutely nothing to say, and it was the best feeling of you know proving your coach is wrong. A lot of times our coaches put us in a box, you know, and then when we want to prove them wrong so bad, we want we take it personally sometimes. But the worst thing to do is to show maybe disrespect and a little bit of attitude to your coach because that's only going to spiral spiral problems out of control. We need to focus on what we can do. And and you can your play speaks for itself. If you're going crazy, if you're going off, your coach has no other choice but to play you, to treat you well and respect you because he needs you on the team. That's a big, that's a big thing that I fail to understand as an athlete. Um, if you're on the team right now, you belong there. Your coach needs you. You know what I mean? And maybe he neglects you right now, but if you play and you give your effort and you focus on what you can control and you treat them with respect, that's the, that's the fast track towards getting respect from them. That's the fast track to being you know, favored rather than neglected and building a good relationship with them. And a huge, huge key in building a good relationship with your coach is building a good relationship with your teammates. Coaches mm-hmm. see that. That's why treating our teammates with respect and leading by example is almost as important as what we what we try and control because our coach obviously he takes in a lot of factors he or he or she they take in a lot of factors they, f- they focus on you know what do you have to bring to the table how hard's your effort you know how's your attitude are you always upbeat and how's your relationship with your teammates that's a big thing that coaches pay attention to and if they see that you're liked well liked by your teammates that respect from your coach is going to come I remember like a big thing my coach would always tell me about your teammates love you that's why like you're so important on the team like your teammates respect you and you lead by example like that's the biggest thing that will lead to a coach's respect and we can do that with our teammates um by leading by example you yeah, know what's I mean? some way to to build some good relationship with teammates you know there's it's, it's always a strenuous relationship with your teammates especially at the higher level you know we're competing for you know spots um coach respect all that stuff it can get a little you know strenuous mm-hmm. at times but we have to remember at the end of the day we're all working towards a common goal which is to win and become better as a team you know what i mean we can't i always fell into the trap of of when i wasn't playing well i would hope the guy in front of me never play, didn't play well either and that's mm-hmm. just not a good mindset to have because i'm on a team and because you know what goes around comes around what you wish upon others will fall upon you you know what i mean so the best thing with your teammates is get behind them. Show them that you support them. Um, I never liked the the rah-rah guys. The ones would always yell and be like, come on, guys, let's go. You know, no one likes those guys. No one wants someone breathing down their neck all the time. 
what I loved the most was just this unconditional, like, you know, when they have my back unconditionally. That's the number one thing. When they were always, like, there to pick me up when I was down. That's the biggest thing about being a good teammate, recognizing when one of your teammates is struggling, you know, because when we're struggling, we feel lonely. And if you have a teammate right there to pick you back up, like, that's the best feeling in the world. That means someone has faith in you. That means someone trusts you. So don't go out there and be all, you know, rah, rah, come on, man, we got this. Just be like, hey, we're good. Let's go. Like, like you're, yeah. good. you're good. You'll get it next time. You know, that's the best thing. And that was, that was always my favorite teammates. And I had a, I was lucky enough and fortunate enough to have a lot of great teammates like that. Or if I was performing well and I was underperforming, you know, I always had somebody with, I always had somebody who had my back and somebody who would, you know, support me no matter how bad I'm doing, like Ryan said. And, you know, you guys can be that guy on your team, too. Like, it's very easy, mm-hmm. and it doesn't take a lot of effort. And I know it's kind of scary at first, if you, you know, kind of putting yourself out there and being that guy mm-hmm. to support everybody. And it's hard carrying that load because, really, that's what you're doing. You know, you're carrying the load, the burden of other people underperforming and performing mm-hmm. bad. And that's hard because that's a lot of emotions that they're dealing with, and you're, you know, and you're uh, understanding their emotions and kind of helping them through it. But just an easy, you know, when somebody on your team is performing bad, just an easy, you know, hey, man, it's all good. You know, like, let's get it, like, get them next time. Mm-hmm. That goes so far. That goes such a long way with other people. And you don't even realize it, but just like an easy pat on the back, an easy, come on, man, it's all good. Mm-hmm. That goes so far. In terms of like, you know, maybe building friendships or maybe, you know, some like cordial relationships, we're not always going to like everyone on our team. No, like I had, I had zero oh, yeah. in common. <laughs> With about 75% of my collegiate team. You know, they were all, you know, bar stool guys. They loved all that stuff. And I was just like not into all of it. But the thing that you have in common is you share, you play the same sport and you're competing for a common goal. That's one thing you can build off, you know, to start getting to know your teammates and be, be friendly, be, go up to them, be like, hey, hey, how are you doing? You know what I mean? Like that's when someone cares about you, when someone, someone thinks that you care about them and and you care about how they're feeling and you care about how they're going to play today and they want you to win those people are going to like you you know you're those yeah. people are going to be drawn to you you know once you establish yourself as a person i always felt that i was playing my best when i wanted everyone around me to succeed mm-hmm. you know and that's when like the the environment in a team environment is the best when everyone wants to come together and help each other win you know, it sucks because we're competing with spots and maybe you have guys on your team that you don't like, but that's just the nature of it. Unless you switch teams, that's what you're just going to have to do. You know what I yeah. mean? And like, it's called what Ryan's talking about right now. It's called, you know, emotional intelligence. It's having empathy for other people mm-hmm. and understanding other people's emotions. And if you can have a little bit of emotional intelligence, that can go a long way because you'll be able to understand people a lot better and you won't just have, you know, these guys like Barstool and, and, you know, super surface level opinions of other people, you know, you can dig a little deeper and people be like, oh, like, you know, we're all competing out here for the same reason, the same goals. Yeah. Oh. It's just weird because I'm thinking about, in retrospect, all, all the teammates that I've had in the past and I know a lot of them, you know, didn't like me and I didn't like a lot of them, but sometimes you just have to be, you have to be fake. Yeah, dude. And, and like, I was always too quick to judge too. Mm-hmm. I feel like I did that a lot, you know, like some teammate would say some like stupid crap or they would be into something, you know, I was like, oh, that's cringe. Mm-hmm. And then like, I would just immediately put a label on them and be like, I don't want to associate myself with that team and not like them. But yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm, just, I'm all for giving people, you know, time to uh, kind of rub off of me and time for me to understand them. And that was a big problem when I was competing with teammates, you know, I'd always kind of 
talk bad about other teammates. Yeah. And, but I, I had this teammate in college, and me and him were both competing for a spot. And I remember um, he ended up winning it over me. And it was, like, you know, back and forth all fall. Like, it was, it was a lot of fun. But, like, we never... I got along with him really well. Like, he was a hard worker. He worked hard in the weight room. I worked hard in the weight room. And we kind of push each other. Like, that's the best relationship with a teammate. Like, we weren't buddy-buddy off the field. We were good friends, though. We're not, like, best friends off the field. And not everyone's going to be like that. But when you push... When you have someone... Maybe pick someone on the team, you know? Have someone, you know... That you want to battle with, that you want to have, what? My yeah, rival. your rival, <laughs> you know? Like, that was kind of it for me. Like, we push each other all the time, and I never found, I found that even though we were competing for the same spot, I never found that I wanted him to fail, mm-hmm. because I saw the hard work that he put in. And if you could find someone like that, and then, it, and, and then it spirals, it kind of, like, branches out, and you can work towards other teammates. And if that's your goal, if that's, if you're struggling to be, you know, cordial with your teammates to work together with them. The first step is just having their back for with pushing them. You know, don't be a nuisance. Don't be a fly in their ear. You know what I mean? Don't yell at them all the time. Just be that person that'll pick them up when they're down and try and push them, hold them accountable. A lot of teammates by nature respect the person that's going to take that initiative. You know what I mean? The first one to do it is always the one that's most respected. You know what I mean? But I, we mentioned this in a in a podcast a while back that it's hard to take on that role to take on that leadership role because everyone everyone wants to be the leader so when someone tries to or someone wants to take that first step they're gonna be faced with like you know lashback yeah for sure i found that a lot of a lot of the times and i remember i had this teammate in high school and i was trying to hold him accountable like, because he wasn't stretching he's a dude that would just dick off all the time during practice Mm -hmm. and I, i called him out for it and he didn't like it one bit and he's like you what the fuck you should who are you why should i listen to you yeah and then like sure that guy might not be too happy with what you had to say when you hold him accountable but i had people backing me up on when the whole thing was said and done they're like yeah you told him i'm glad someone said something like we're tired of it like people are people teammates we're good by nature we want everyone to succeed we don't we hate seeing people that think they're too good for the game or too good for stretching or too good for you know, the little things. Yeah. And you could take a book, uh, a page out of uh, a lot of professional athletes books too. I mean, a lot of them, once they're at the top level, you know, they never, they're never too good for anything. Yeah. And you can honestly learn a lot of lessons from watching a lot of professional athletes, you know, stretch and go through all yeah. the, mo- and like go through all the motions and take every little bit of their sport super, super seriously. And that's why other people respect them. So don't ever feel like Ryan said, like you're, you know, you're above it all. Yeah, exactly. I was, I, I watch a lot of, basketball my my team's the celtics and i watch pretty much every game on league pass because i pay for that but anyway <laughs> it's crazy because you, the cameras when you have league pass i'm not saying you should get it but the cameras basically like there's no commentary and it just shows like their pre-game like routine and the one thing you notice is they handshake every every teammate has a handshake every mm. single one and they like do it before every game because i because they realize on a deeper level, how important, you know, camaraderie and how important togetherness is is in a team environment. These guys at the top level, you think they're all isolated, secluded. They want to do their own job. They want to get paid. They're taking energy and time before each game to, you know, dab each other up to make sure everyone's good, you know, to make sure everyone they have everyone's back. Like, they're doing that at the top level of NBA basketball, so why shouldn't you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they take the time to, to have a handshake with every single player on a team. 
You know, maybe that's what you should do. Build it. That's what our team, our coaches would have us do sometimes. Like, it was weird. We thought of it weird at the time, but it was cool. He would have us um, build handshakes with each other. And in like two weeks, we'd have to all have a handshake with like three different people on the team. Okay. And it was a lot of fun. And we'd do it every time like someone hit a home run. And it was pretty dope. So make a handshake with someone. Dude, you know, have, and have handshake. Don't you know, don't just handshake go up day. to someone you don't really. Hey know. yo, man, what's good? <laughs> They'll probably call you a little weirdo. And <laughs> yeah. Dismiss you pretty quickly, but. But we have to be. We have to realize how important our relationships with our teammates are, and I'm glad. I'm glad we brought that up in the Discord because it's something that definitely needs to be touched on. Because when you're competing for a spot and you want to get better, you can get sort of isolated. You know, that's how I felt in college. I was like, I'm on my own. I got to make this on my own. I got to work this on my own. But you're not alone. You have teammates. You know, if you have maybe 20 guys, 20 girls on the team and you don't like a lot of them, I guarantee you there's at least one or two on the team that want to see you do well. So seek mm-hmm. those people out. Build relationships with those people. And that shit's going to spread. You know, yeah. good defeats fucking nastiness every day, you know, and, and team environments can get nasty, mm-hmm. especially in youth sports. You know, you're not going to be friends with everybody on the team. I sound like a broken record, but, you know, building relationships with your with your teammates and building friendships, that's one of the best things that's, that comes out of sports in general. And, yeah, yeah just take that time. Let every know, everyone know you have their back, and it's all good. Yeah, everybody's on the same grind. Everybody's on the same path as you. And you all want to succeed, so why not help each other out? Exactly. In the end, it'll just benefit all of you. Yeah, so that's it for um, today's podcast. Glad to have Mitchell on yeah, this, this one was fun. This I enjoyed one this one. Was fun. Um, join our Discord. That's where we get all of our questions. If you want something that you want raised in our podcast, then let us know in our Discord. DM us, DM us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. And if you're li- listening on the Apple Podcast right now, please leave us a review. That's really important to us, and that's the number one way you guys can support us right now. So thank you guys a lot, and I hope you have a good one. Yeah, have a good guy. <laughs> Why do I always mess up the ending? <laughs> I do it every time. <laughs> <laughs>